It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. It's five after four on Sunday, May the 1st. And it is a very important day because I'm here, as always, with my good friend, Mr. Tim McLeod. And Tim, you know what the over-under. Is there snow on the ground? It is May 1st. Tell us all. The proof is in the pudding, and I shipped it off to you (laughs) in response, of course, to your... Totally, totally boring shot. Okay, I'm sitting the on the beach, beach today. The waves, so, <laughs> the sun and, yeah, just to let people know, it's going up into the mid 50s here next week. I am breaking out the speedo and water wings. Oh, it's time, geez. folks. TMI, Tim. TMI. <laughs> so, uh, but you do have snow on the ground. Oh, there is snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah. it'll probably be there until. Ah, the middle of the week. It's supposed to be seasonal next week in the 50s here and some rain. So it'll all be gone by the middle of next week. But no, it's it's still there. I, I know people hate to hear about the weather, but, you know, quite frankly, Timmy, it's affected baseball. I mean, it is every time you turn on a game, there are people with, you know, coats on and players with masks on and yeah. it's cold out there. And I'm wondering if that's partially affecting some of the production we're seeing. Um, I'm sure it is affecting some of it, but you know what? We deal with it every year. Yeah. Okay, every year, April, you know, it snows in Minnesota. Okay, it's it's rainy and miserable uh, on the uh, on the northeast coast. Okay, so it's not – we're looking at something this year that is, you know, definitely more than just weather-related because we deal with it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, with the money that Major League Baseball has – there should be a bylaw in the Constitution. If you want a team in Major League Baseball, okay, it should be it should be covered. Anything yeah. anything north of Florida should be covered. How's that? We should have a dome. 
Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I mean, I, th- I think that makes sense. Uh, or maybe to start the season later. Yeah. Well, you know, and, you know, if, hey, if you go by the, you know, MLB's modus operandi, you know, the taxpayers will pay it. So what's the problem? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to me, <laughs> I have to tell you, I was going to make a joke on Friday when we came on the air. Like, mm-hmm. which, what was your breakdown of the NFL uh, draft that occurred on Thursday? But just to kind of compare the NFL to pretty much any other sport, but in this case, baseball, mm-hmm. people are having draft parties now, Timmy, in their homes mm-hmm. as they get together with their friends to kind of root on who their team is going to draft. I mean, that's like serious fandom that I just, you just don't see that in other sports here in the United States. I don't know if it's maybe hockey. They do that up there in Canada, but it it is, it is, it is impressive. I think as a sports fan, I wish baseball could get to that point where it's as celebrated as football has become. Well, I guess my first question is, can't they afford canned beer? <laughs> Yeah, they got to be drinking draft. Like, really? Yeah, Come on. I, I know. It's really bad. Isn't draft supposed to be better than canned beer? I don't know. I'm not a beer connoisseur. I'm not. I'm not either. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I when I was uh, drinking on a, a more frequent basis, I I preferred scotch. Eh? I, 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 <laughs> yeah, the beer. Well, I, I never, never were you a vodka beer. guy at all? Martinis? No. No. no, no. Like a real man drink of scotch. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, my son's a big bourbon drinker. Okay, well, so we're sort of cut from the same, different he, taste, but the same. He, idea his his what. drink is something called an old fashioned. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no, but I am. Yeah, right. I, I don't know what it is, but that's what he yeah, seems to get all the time. And the uh, drinks get more expensive when dad is paying. That That's all I know. So. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, no, not that domestic crap, okay? We want exactly. something that's 45 years old across the front of it, right? <laughs> exactly. But uh, but anyway, it, it, I, I wish baseball would get to a point of, I can't be the draft because that's, I mean, those guys take four or five years Sometimes they get to the major leagues, but something yeah. that would celebrate the game, and it just—it just wish we'd be able to get there. I—I I don't know what what it is though. If... Well, again, it's different worlds. Okay, your top uh, drafted players in the NFL draft—they're all playing on the team next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, that doesn't happen in baseball. It's a different—it's uh, a totally different world, and yeah, I, I think we just have to accept it for what it for what it basically is. But at the same point in time, Major League Baseball has to do a better job, you you know, utilizing the younger talent that they have in the game and promoting the game, <clears throat> excuse me, based on that talent, yeah. something that they don't do. You know, you look at, you know, some of the players in our game, you know, Soto and Vlad Jr. and Acuna, they're all phenomenally talented individuals. And there's a... There's hordes of them, young players that that should be utilized by by the game to promote the game, and they're not, and that's wrong. Yeah, totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Totally agree with you, Timmy. But yes, we transition to my favorite game. Guess the yes. player is my second favorite game. My first yeah. favorite game is guess the player. Mm-hmm. So, how about we do a guess the player? Sure, that that sounds good. Can I? Uh, is it Forest Snow? From the Los Angeles Angels? Forrest Snow from the... I just figured it was relevant to our oh, discussion okay. earlier. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, got no, it. Right. I'm not, I'm not giving you a rim shot on that. Okay, okay. Timmy, let, let me start the that. music here. So I've got okay. the, the uh, Jeopardy theme going. Let's start it. 
Okay, here we go. In the first 10 games, Timmy, yep. this player hit 429, 564, 929 with four home runs. He walked as many times as he struck out. I think it was a 23% strikeout rate. Now, he, the last 10 games, 189, 268, 270, no home runs, and a 3-1 three, three to one strikeout to walk ratio, which is a 32% strikeout rate. Who is this player, Tim? Well, I can't afford a Honda, but I own lots of Suzukis. <laughs> there you go. It is, in fact, Mr. Seiya Suzuki. Timmy, that's been a bit of a fall-off here in the last 10 games. I figured you would know this right off the bat because you own him everywhere. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You're gonna take you're gonna take the good. We're gonna take some of the bad, and we'll get back to the good. I have no concerns. You have zero concerns. Zero, less than zero. All I know is my buddy Lamonte Wade Jr. is in the minor leagues, and apparently, I thought I saw an article that says tearing the cover off the ball. So I might have gotten a late wow. start, Timmy, but I'm I'm raring to go. So they put him to work in the factory? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they That's put him bad. in. That's bad. That's yeah, bad. It was bad. I, I, no, no rim shot for that. But uh, I don't know, Timmy. It's interesting how a guy can come in and look like the best player in baseball and then 10 days later can't buy a hit. Well, yeah, you got a hit in an RBI today. I, I don't have any concern about the skills. But, again, uh, there's going to be – he was streaky in Japan. He went on a terror last fall. I think he had home runs in eight, eight consecutive games or something. So it's not – it's not. he's no different from any other player. There'll be hot streaks. There'll be cold streaks. At the end of the day, though, uh, I think the, the numbers that uh, – I was advertising or the numbers I believed he could produce. I think he's going to do it. You know, 25 to 30 home runs, 10 stolen bases, and and an OBP north of uh, 370. I'm going to hold you to it, my friend. Mm -hmm. So we will check on Sei Suzuki at the beginning of each month to see how it's going, if not more frequently, Tim. Well, yes, uh, we'll wade into it each month. (laughs) We'll wade in. Exactly. Exactly. You know who's who's actually – Playing fairly well is last year's rookie who got off to an incredible start and fell off, and that was Adolis Garcia. I mean, he's only hitting 213, but his strikeout rate's a little down. He's walking a little bit more. There's still power and speed there. And I've actually sat him this week, and it was a mistake because he kind of went yeah. off. Well, yeah, and you got to remember, 213, Rich, is mid-pack in batting average. Right. It's 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 unbel- it is unbelievable. You wanted to comment yeah. about that. You yeah. said people have been complaining about their hitters. Well, yeah, this hitter is not doing this, and this hitter is not doing that, and batting average sucks, and it's it's a mess. What do, what do I do? Well, my, my advice to everybody is the game has changed. Right now, uh, I think there's a mindset out there that a 240 batting average is horrible, or a 230 team batting average. That's what we're playing with, and everybody's playing with the same thing. So, again, right right now, all I can all I can stress is not not to panic. And that 220 might actually be better than your competition, who's sitting with a 210. Yeah. You know, I, one of one of one of the regulars on the Facebook page, uh, Russ Ellinger, had, his batting average is under the Mendoza line. We were chuckling about it on the Facebook page, and there's nothing that any of us can do about it as long as that ball's in play that is currently in play. Unless there's a change to that ball, things will pick up definitely once things heat up a little bit. But we could be looking at a historic year and getting our minds 
in sync to that fact. It's not easy. But at the same point in time, we have a new reality right now, and I think it's just something we're going to have to deal with. I'm wondering, though, if 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 it does play out this year, and I mean, I think at some point we have to assume that the ball's not going to change for next year, but I mean, it could, is I think guys that can hit start to take, you know, more of a premium, just like, you know, stolen bases have taken a premium, and high-end pitchers, maybe not as mm-hmm. much. Yeah, you know, you start looking at, you know, when we get to our waiver wire, okay, well, we're going to clearly identify what's happening as far as pitching is concerned. But yeah, you're right. Why? why what's what's a, a pitcher with an ERA under three worth as compared to a hitter with a two eighty batting average? There's yes. got to be a premium. There's got to be a premium premium on those hitters because everybody can find somewhere a pitcher with an ERA under three. There's what four or five of them in the waiver wire this week. I thought it was funny. Uh, you, When we were talking about this subject on Friday, you mentioned Shane Bieber had gotten off to a slow start. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't have my notes in front of me or it didn't <clears throat> take the time to call him up. But I, I do have him on my NFC team. I'm going, I don't know, did he has he gotten off to a slow start? And I'm looking at his ERA sitting at 245. He's striking out a batter in innings, hardly walking anybody. It's only won one game. That's good, but... I mean that's not Bruce Zimmerman good. I mean, no, so, I, mean no. I don't I don't know I don't even or know how Ty, to evaluate Tyler these Tyler Anderson good. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even know how to evaluate no. these guys. I, I really don't. I mean, and it's like he's he's been very good as Garrett Cole's now got an ERA yeah. at three. So, but he listened you know, to our podcast obviously and had to prove us wrong. But yeah, but it's something. I mean, Joe Musgrove is just as good as all those guys. And if I would have got him and a couple other guys as my number one guys around that same level, I'd be, and have gotten better hitters, I'd be running away with the league at this point. Well, yeah, but again, do you do you sit Shane Bieber for Bo Brisk? Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? But you know, <laughs> yeah. at, at some point in time, some of these questions are going to come into play. They already are. And right now, it seems that, and again, don't get me wrong, some of the high-end pitching has turned itself around, and they're performing very well. But the middle tier of pitching and the bottom end has excelled all of our wildest dreams. But that's different than what we've seen in past years because it was, all, I mean, you had to have a couple of studs on your team or you just – you, you just you didn't have a chance. And now this yeah. year it's different. I mean, if you don't have a couple of guys, like, I mean, Freddie Freeman is incredibly valuable in mm-hmm. fantasy baseball because of his high batting average, high on base percentage, his power and everything he brings to the game. Yeah. You know, in the past we've had a top tier, a middle tier and a bottom tier. Well, this year we have a top tier. And it starts at the top, and it goes right down to the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. There, yeah. There's not, uh, there's not a big gap in the tiers, and those that invested heavily in some of the right pitchers in the middle tier and bottom tier, they're reaping some huge rewards right now. Here's the final scores from last night: two to zero, two to one. Here's yep. one nine to three, four to zero, three to one, nine to one, three to one. Seven six two one and three one four one, three zero. Those are the scores to me. There's only two crooked, three crooked scores on there. Everything else is a low-scoring, close game. Well, yeah, it's, 
you know, hey, Minnesota scored nine runs today, but this, it's the same thing today. 4-2, Yeah, they're, the offense is down. J.P. Crawford is a fantasy god right now. I know. I know. Yeah, scary, scary stuff. There is there's just very, very little offense, offense this year, with most of it being offensive. Yeah. Yeah, yes. so, um, yeah, it looks like uh, Colorado finally got out of the gates good. One guy I wanted to talk to about is Brendan Rodgers, who finally got a couple of hits today. I expected more out of him, first of all, for his career, but also for this year. He ended the season okay last season. What, what, what kind of what kind of year do you expect him to have? He's going to hit better than one thirteen. Uh, now that I've cut him in several leagues, yeah, he's oh, going to okay. pick up the pace. Oh, <laughs> okay, so you must have thought you must have thought there was going to be some kind of step up this year. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a step up, and after a month of living with the batting average, and I just said enough's enough, and I added Espinal for him in a couple leagues. I just, I just couldn't take, I couldn't take that much of a hit, and after four weeks, I had my fill, and I, I moved on. I, I strongly believe we were going to see more of what we saw in the second half of last year, but hopefully, he delivers on that. And hopefully I can pick him back up this week now that I've cut him. Uh, another guy that's also struggling out of the gate is a kid that costs a lot of money. That's Trevor Story. Yeah, it hasn't worked out well for Trevor Story in Boston so far, has Two, it? 217 batting average. I think he's got one home run, bringing up his stat line now. But it's it's not been good. Well, no. No, uh, no, home, no home runs. Does have a stolen base, though. Yeah, walked a couple times today. Hit, he's, they got him hitting leadoff today. Yeah, which yeah, I don't get, but uh, I guess Here. maybe for the walks, just getting on base. But you know, it's you know, hey, they're down, they're down four to one to the offensive juggernaut known as the Orioles. Yeah, the the other guy I want to call your attention to, then I'll let you chime mm-hmm. in with some 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 players or just some observations for the weekend is Trent Grisham. Ooh, not a good ooh. season last year. Mm-hmm. Not a great season this year so far. He's got one home run, hitting 160. Did get a hit today. Okay. Uh, he's, why does he bat leadoff to me? Why? Why? Because he's fast. I mean, why? Why is he batting yeah. leadoff? I don't even understand his ability to get on base. He feels like he is. I don't know what is his on base percentage, but what? Um, I mean, at some point. Don't the, yeah. the Padres need to figure out what to do with this? He's a good defender, but I mean, offensively, it's as you would say, it's been offensive. Yeah, two seventy six OBP. Yeah, his yeah. his career OBP yeah. is three twenty nine. So mm-hmm. that's not great. Well, no, and it, you know, a lot of our interest in uh, in Grisham was fueled by that breakout in in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, ten homers. 31 walks, 352 OBP. Last year, he regressed. Yeah. He went in the wrong direction. It's continuing. Yes, I have Grisham in one league, and he's going to be riding the pine. 
He is. I have him in one league as well, a league that I'm actually in second in. It's a dynasty league that I've never won, and I'm probably not going to okay. win again because it's the one with Ian Khan who wins every year. And okay. uh, but, <laughs> but I'm doing. My, and he's not helping me. I mean, it's like, uh, why? Why do I have this guy? He was supposed to be good, Tim. <laughs> yes, he was supposed to be good. Yeah. yeah, and it hasn't worked out. And for now, I think all you can do is get him on your bench. Hey, by the way, Mitch Keller pitching pitching well again. I, I, I'm telling you, Timmy, there's something there. He might not ever pitch to where he needs to pitch, but that guy's got more ability than he's shown. Yeah. Come on, Pittsburgh. Hurry up, trade him so he can become a star. Any other thoughts, Timmy, on uh, this weekend's games? No. Pitching, pitching uh, continues to be the topic of the day. Uh, apparently... Uh, for those that rushed out today to make sure that Alex Cobb was active, that could have been a faux pas because it's now 5 nothing for the Nationals in the top of the first. Knocking the rust off might have been the prudent approach there. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, Alex Cobb to me, I mean, I don't know what you do with a guy like that. He can be really good, but he can also stink up the joint. Well, yeah, exactly. So, uh my condolences go out to everybody who rushed to get him back in the lineup today. Timmy, let's take a quick break. Get back. I've got a couple more questions to ask you before we get to our waiver wire. Sounds good. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Timmy, I have three questions here. Um, you know them because I gave you the notes ahead of time. Yes. One of them is about Trevor Bauer. Do you want to cover Trevor Bauer as the third question like I have it, or do you want to cover it now? Ah, whenever. I'm easy. I'll, no. We can go in the order you got them set up. Okay. <laughs> You're easy. Yeah. I should have a, 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 a sound effect for that. Okay. Yeah. So, so kind of in the guise of what we've been talking about, kind of disappointing players. And I, I know everyone, sometimes we get – we get a little too negative, Timmy, just because that's what people complain about are the guys 
that have had tough starts or you they're not doing the things that you expected them to do. But that's part of it, right? I mean, you got to figure out what to do with these guys like Trent Grisham. Put them on your bench. Yeah. It's, uh, and if a month from now things haven't changed, yeah, you might want to put them on the waiver wire. I've got three guys, Timmy, that I thought would be relevant. These are guys that are on my team that I thought would be better than they are and have just not been. And uh, you, hopefully you've got three names. Let's, why mm-hmm. don't you give me your first name? We'll talk about it, and then I'll go, and then vice versa. Yeah, I'm going to go with Barlow and Barlow, Inc. is my first one. <laughs> Bar- one yeah, Joe one Barlow was supposed to-, to be he was supposed to be the closer. What happened? He still is the closer. When you win seven of your first 21 games. <laughs> that's what happens. Oh, that's right. I read that's that in your what happens. And the yeah. other Barlow has been replaced by, uh, yeah, it just hasn't been good. It really hasn't. Yeah. Uh, I I still hold out hope for Joe Barlow. but We did get again. the save last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be one in a row, but Texas is not playing good <laughs> baseball. No. <laughs> No, not at all. So I, I was counting on some I was counting on some considerable numbers there and they just haven't materialized yet. Uh my guy Timmy, and I think it was your guy too, but I'm gonna put this mm-hmm. on me, is a kill He's been terrible. I mean there's no other way to say it. He's lost considerable playing time. Uh I think it's just a matter of time before where's Red where's the uh, Toledo? So that's the where where is their triple Columbus, A affiliate? Columbus. Columbus. Okay, they're triple. I think you're going to see him uh, in triple A very soon. It's just not going well. He's he finally made the lineup today. He's heading one eleven. I don't know. I think he's got a home run, maybe a stolen base. It's not been good. No, and I would have taken him as my number one had you not uh, had you not done the same thing. I've got him in probably four leagues. Yeah, and, I, and every I place hate... I've got him, I'm I'm getting killed. I. I, I feel worse not about him on my teams, but that I, I feel like I led our listeners astray. So I'm sorry, Timmy. I I, I screwed up there. I thought he was going to be. I thought he would take the next step up. He looked. He looks great. He looks like the guy when he rocks off the bus. I want him. That's the guy I want oh, yeah. on my team, and he mm-hmm. just has not performed. No, he hasn't, and I feel the same way. And I'm paying. I'm paying the price along with, along with our listeners, uh, Rich. Hope hopefully something breaks there, but I I think it could well be triple A. Yeah, I think I yeah. <clears throat> All the telltale signs. I don't know how I haven't read about Riley Green in a while. Like has he recovered <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold on, Tim. Mm-hmm. So Tim, note to self, don't have nuts before you start recording a podcast. <laughs> so, no. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just glad there was there was considerable <laughs> Yeah, choking and hacking going on there. <laughs> I completely you know, I, lost my voice. I mean, it just was it was bad. Where were we, Timmy? Uh, anywhere but the Heinlich maneuver. Love you, love you, love you like <laughs> yeah. a brother, Rich. <laughs> no, it's like, wow. All right, so anyway, so we did a Kilbadoo. Okay. You did the Barlow and Barlow. It's back to yeah. you. Uh, very shortly, he's going to be down the lane, and that would be one Thomas Lane. Oh, Oh, your guy, Tim. Yes, my guy. Yeah. My guy who is sitting today, who is going to be sitting uh, a little bit longer, I think. Uh, you know, the batting average of 200. 
no home runs, eight RBIs, a stolen base, a 496 offs. Uh, Lane Thomas is, has been a huge disappointment. I was expecting, I was expecting a lot more. He's going to start riding the pine for me. You think he stays in the major leagues? I mean, I think he does for now, but he's going to have to show something before he gets a, a full-time, a full-time job. Now this week he's been a bit better. He's got four hits. Okay, in his past what six games, All which right. is well, that's good. That's 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 a start, but it's got a long way to go yet. He's been a disappointment, and I've got him everywhere. I traded for Jesse Winker in a dynasty league last season. Timmy, I think I talked about this, and I didn't think he was going to be a superstar, but I thought right. he'd be good. I mean, he's what yeah. relatively young. He's what twenty eight. He's yeah. twenty eight years old. He hit twenty four home runs last year. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, one base percentage of 394. He hit 305. That was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Walked almost as much as he struck out. This year, through through uh, 21 games, he doesn't have a home run. Yeah. He's hitting 169. He does have a 326 one base percentage. He's walking way more than he's striking out. I don't mm-hmm. know if if his approach has gotten overly passive now that he's moved to Seattle. I don't know what's going on, Timmy, but. I sure as heck didn't expect no home runs after the first month of the season. No. No, definitely. Uh, you know, how, how are the Mariners doing as well as they are with virtually everybody on the team underachieving, even though Julio Rodriguez is having a big day today. I think he's got a three-run homer, two or three-run home run. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome to Fine. hear. Number, number one's in the books. Maybe that'll take some of the pressure off. But, you know, yeah, I got to agree. I was expecting a lot more out of Winker as well. Julio Rodriguez, Timmy, I'm telling you, stud. Guy's oh, gonna, yeah. Guy's going to be a stud. It's going to yes. be Wander Franco who? <laughs> it's, he's yeah. going to be the he's going to be the guy, and it's, it's, just, it's just darn impressive. But, yeah, Winker, huge disappointment. And, again, I don't think I pumped him up as much as I did at Kilbadu. But when I traded for him, Timmy, I was doing a happy dance. I was yeah. pretty excited. That hasn't mm-hmm. worked out. No, not so far anyways. Give me your third guy, Tim. Oh, this this one I find very disappointing for a couple of reasons. Uh, he started off slow, and then came the elbow woes, and that's one Casey Mize. Ooh. I was really yeah. expecting Casey Mize to bring it up a notch this year, and not at all. I've got shares in Casey Mize, I think, in virtually every league as of, you know, granted I didn't overpay for him, but I still have You didn't to. have to, Tim. I got yeah. him, and and I think both of the redraft leagues I did, uh, or at least one of them, I know, and it's it's been disappointing. Well, yeah, two starts, a 540 ERA, and now we don't know when he's looking uh, looking at returning. The only positive is uh, they're saying not surgery is not expected at this point in time, but. That's still not good news. You don't want to see anybody with elbow woes. I, no. I agree. My my last guy, Timmy, I have a fourth guy. I don't know if I'm, I was trying to overachieve because I know you always overachieve. And and a guy talked about he's only 22, so maybe for what how old he is, he's doing just fine. That is yeah. Reed Detmers. Um, his ERA is inflated at 519, but he's striking out 8.5 per nine, 2.6 per nine. He's only walking. Uh, the the Angels are doing quite well, and I do worry, Tim, that if he doesn't step it up a little bit, 
maybe they find a replacement for him. And, you know, I'm disappointed. I, with, with Bruce Zimmerman at a sub one ERA, that's my, that's my bogey. I'm expecting <laughs> yeah. more at a 519 ERA just doesn't cut it. No, no, definite, definitely not. I've got an extra guy too. If you, Oh, okay. Ed, go ahead. What's your fourth guy then? Yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just, we, uh, we talked about him on Friday and, He's just not getting it done. Yep. I totally agree. I have nothing to add to him. He, he's been a career disappointment for me. So it's kind of like <laughs> he's my my uh, pitching version of Brandon Belt. You know, it's like Belt's been good. He's been fine. But uh, yes. it's like so is Eduardo Rodriguez. They're fine players, Sammy. They're very good. They make a lot of money. They've done very well for themselves. But I just expected both of them to be a lot better than they are. I totally agree. That's where I'm at with him. My last guy, Timmy, and I, I proclaim to not know what the heck I'm doing with closers. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know how teams figure out who gets the save or not. I thought coming into the season, Kyle Finnegan would lose the closer job. And I figured he'd lose it by mid-May. He never got right. it, Timmy. He's a six-inning guy. And I was so excited. I picked him up, I think, in every mm-hmm. league and, you know, in a dynasty leagues I had him. I mean, another happy dance. And it's just, he's, he's hitting the waiver wire. I, I have no, yeah. no use for him. Uh, yes. Uh, just one of those things. How did I get it wrong? How did I get it so wrong, Timmy? I mean, he well, you're not the he, only. You're not the only one. Uh, he didn't he to finish the, the season as the closer? Uh, apparently, finishing one season and starting the other doesn't count that much with Dave Martinez in Washington. Ah, uh, I don't know. So I still don't understand closers, and I read your closer report, and I don't understand it. I I read for comprehension, Timmy, and I'm poor at it because I don't understand what you're saying. There's a guy that I'm supposed to pick up named Simber. Who the hell is he? Why am, why am I picking him up? <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's got four wins. I think his ERA is around one something. Uh, he's got a save. He's a set-up guy in Toronto, and eventually Jordan Romano's going to need a day off. Uh, Do you you want the four-guy in Washington or the two-guy in Toronto? I I want the two-guy. I think I want the two-guy in Toronto, but Jordan Romano looks like lights out. Yeah, he got his 11th save today. That gives him the the overall lead. He was tied with... uh, uh, Josh Hader, but that brings him to uh, wow. the lead in all of Major League Baseball, and uh, good for Jordan uh, Jordan uh, Romano. Uh, He's going all Greg Holland on everybody. Remember when Greg yeah. Holland, the year he won a bunch of leagues, I had him. He was at 30 saves by the All-Star break, and it didn't matter what he did in the second half, which I think he stunk in the second half. He already banked 30, 30 saves. Well, the thing is with Romano, you know, the Jays now are 15 and 8. Okay. They've played 23 games. Okay. Uh, Romano has 11 saves. So that's, not, that's not going to continue. Yeah. Okay. So you want the setup guy. And it's, it's not, not, it's not any, it's not that there's a problem with Romano other than the fact that the Jays cannot use him for 75 games this year and have him strong in the playoffs and good logic Timmy really good logic yeah yeah there's going to be guys in Toronto that are going to start to get some saves and I think Simber is Simber's that guy this is why you're a better player than me you you will roster Zimber I'll stick with Kyle Finnegan (laughs) 
because he was the closer last year. Timmy, one yeah. guy that I wish I had picked up with, and and it's Eric Lauer, and maybe yes. maybe the Milwaukee Brewers have become the Miami Marlins, where they just know how yeah. to develop pitching. I mean, Brandon Woodward was a good pitcher in the minor leagues. So was Corbin Burns. Freddie Peralta was okay. Nobody saw that these guys would become number two, number one starters. And all of a sudden, Eric Lauer looks – I mean, Tim, it's a sub-two ERA, a sub-one whip, 34 strikeouts, five walks, is 2-0. and oh. And when I brought up Eric Lauer, who on my – uh, my Twitter feed, somebody responded, yes. look at what he did in the second half, which I did. He was a 250 ERA and a 3-1 to one strikeout, wa- strikeout to walk rate in the second half of the season. And is this a guy that has set a new baseline? Is this a guy that's a, at least a number three starter, maybe more? Or is this a guy that's just hot? Uh, I think he's establishing a new baseline. We're talking about a pitcher that is after all only 26 years old okay what we saw what we saw last year was good really good and i don't i I think part of the part of the problem is uh, he developed in san diego sort of on the job Mm -hmm. i think he might have been thrust into a, a starting role possibly a little bit early earlier than he should have been like he was starting you know, in 2018, he got in 23 starts. In 2019, 29 starts with San Diego. And you're looking at that time, at, you know, 22, 23-year-old who posted 434 and a 445 ERA. Okay. Well, then he had a, he had a, a rough 2020. He only, he only started two games. But again, the ERA in those two games was 13-something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I think that further deflected from, you know, is this kid ever going to be a good starter? And then he started to display the skills last year, and he's continued he's continued to build on it. So uh, I don't know about the strikeout rate. I think that might be a product of the game today. But he's a good pitcher. Yeah, yeah you, I yeah. totally whiffed on it, Timmy. He, he so wasn't on I. my he was I was not on my radar at all. So this I'm a it's a call out to our listeners. If you know of somebody like Eric Lauer and what he's done, he's sneaking under the radar, send me a direct message if you don't want to send it to everybody. Tell me that you know this, Timmy. I mean <laughs> so we can know. I mean we can't well, there's hundreds of players, we can't know everything. Well, yeah, and you take a look, I think part of Another part of the equation or part of the problem when you start looking at, you know, Eric Lauer is all the focus in Milwaukee is on the big three, Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. And I think very quietly, Eric Lauer has just been getting it done. And I think because of those big three, he's he slid a little bit. Yeah. And, 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 and hit on us. And I'm guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think all that much of Eric Lauer. Okay, he had a good year last year, but I, I, I didn't see anywhere close. Yeah, I, I didn't even pay attention to it. Mm. I, he was so yeah. far under my radar, Timmy. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, I, I was too busy focusing on Freddie Peralta and his sub two year <laughs> rave. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Well, let's let's Timmy. We buried the lead here. I mean, I don't know yes. how much time we spent on this, but. And, and I made this personal because I, I do have him rostered in two dynasty leagues, and that is Mr. Trevor Bauer. Just yes. so I'm sure everybody knows he's been suspended for two years, but of course he's going to appeal, which I think this is the first 
like big uh, suspension that anybody's ever appealed. So I think that's pretty, uh, that's, uh, that's wow. interesting. Timmy, I'm stuck. I, I, both of the dynasty leagues in which I own him or roster him or own him in, um, I'm competing. I mean, I'm in second place yeah. in one and in the other, I'm currently in third, but I have good teams in both of them. Mm-hmm. We have, I, you can't put him on the IL. So he, we have seven, seven bench slots. So he has to sit on my bench slot, Timmy. And I don't know what to do with him. If you could tell me that his uh, his appeal was going to be heard next week, I'd hold on to him. But for all we know, it's his appeal is finally going to be heard in the, in the off season. I haven't heard anything when when he's going to go before the arbitrator. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. And uh, when I look at Trevor Bauer, um, my suggestion to you. And this has this is not to do with right, wrong, good, bad, but it's I don't see anything good right now in keeping Trevor Bauer. I think it's time. I think it's time to walk away. If we knew when this suspension was going to be was going to be heard, okay, that would be a different a different story. But we don't. Okay, and for ease of mind and conviction, I think it's just time. You know, even if this is heard relatively quickly, you're looking at Trevor Bauer missed more than half the season last year. Okay, if it's re- if his if his, the penalty is reduced by even a year, okay, that brings you basically to a year and a half, two years not pitching competitively. Mm-hmm. Okay, on top of that fact the underlying fact is he's got to have a place to play and i don't see teams that are going to be willing to line up to roster trevor bauer yeah okay yeah. if and this isn't whether he's guilty or he's innocent or whatever they just don't want that sideshow associated with their team uh-huh. so my suggestion is cut them loose walk away and <clears throat> move forward because i think the longer you keep him, the more it's gonna, the more it's gonna tear at you as an individual, and I don't think it's gonna be for any real. Purpose. For me, it's not tearing at me. It, it tore at me first, Timmy, because I had yeah. him all last season. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, you know, it's just like, a, you know, it's just like a dead appendage on my, you know, on my body that right. I just got to get rid of. And right. I, I figured I'd give it. I think I still will give it like a week. Give mm-hmm. it this week just to see if we hear any kind of yeah. scheduled arbitration and then I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I mean, if the arbitration yes. is heard uh, June 1st and he's cl- let's say he's cleared and the suspension is completely eliminated, which I don't think will happen. It might be reduced, but I don't think it'll happen. And somebody picks him yeah. up and he becomes an all-star again. Well, that's just the way it is. I, that, that's kind of where yeah. my head is. It's just like, well, you're playing for, you're playing for the money this year, right? Yeah. He's not going to help you this year. I don't think so. He probably won't help you next year. Some of the pitchers on today's waiver wire might help you this year and might help you next year. And that's the direction I would head. And even if this, this does, I, I just don't see teams rushing out to roster Trevor Bauer. They don't, I don't think they want to deal with the sideshow. And as a result, I, I strongly believe that Trevor Bauer has pitched his last game in major league baseball. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like the the Yankees signed Trevor Bauer. Well, that'd go good with Garrett Cole, wouldn't it? Be great. 
put lockers <laughs> side by each. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. But, uh, yeah, so I, hopefully, everyone, this helps you if you are – if he roster Trevor Bauer. And at this point, Timmy, I don't want to comment whether he's guilty yeah. or not or what he's guilty of. I don't even know. I mean, uh, it's a, I, I don't know. Yeah. This this happens too much, and I don't yeah. know. It's all it's all bad, and it's just it, – I'm so upset with myself that I even rostered this guy in the first place because if it wasn't this, Timmy, it was going to be something else, it, just mm-hmm. a volatile personality, and that's – and I got sucked into it. So, yeah, well, yeah, my, like I said, my, my, my best advice to everybody is walk away and move forward. Sound advice, Mr. McLeod. Let's take a break, get back. Let's, let's talk about Tim's waiver wire, which is quite good this week. Uh, thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think it's quite good, and now I have to, of course, criticize it, Tim. Well, of, of course, but I, I've got a, I got a criticism right off the bat, right okay. underneath the waiver wire week of May second. My, uh, the picture that's there is uncensored vintage pics, rare vintage photos intended for mature audiences only. Oh Lord, Timmy, I don't know rich, what you're rich, looking rich. at. No, it's 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 Google Ads, man. It's it's you. It's, it looks at your profile and sees what you're. I don't know, McLeod. This 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 is very oh, it, creepy. It's so wrong. I am totally immature. Okay. <laughs> at first, it's it's speedos and. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, dear. Let's see. I, I'm seeing a picture of, uh, looks like some, oh, looks like a picture. It's golf. It's got a golf ball. It looks like, like for hay fever, which is probably because I've been looking up how to stop my allergy, repair my allergies in a hurry. That's the picture I've got. So. <laughs> okay. I got, I got a scrap with Google coming up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You need to, you need to do something there, McLeod. Anyway. So why, why no, why no categories? Uh, because I really didn't know what to do with this. I, I should have put a category in this week. Overachieving <laughs> young starting pitchers. Yeah. Or just overachieving pitchers. 
What are you going to put? Because there's some 130 there's some of them in there. <laughs> going to put 130 yeah. of them in there. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some there's some old guys in here too. That uh, yeah. yeah, Madison Bumgarner. Well, Tim, he's been a stud. Well, yeah, and the line <laughs> I put for Bumgarner was yeah, everyone is an ace this year, even former aces. Yeah, well, that's true. Timmy, the first yeah. guy on the list is Tyler Anderson with the Los mm-hmm. Angeles uh, Dodgers. Yeah, have they worked their pitching magic yet again, uh, Rich? 27% rostered, C- CBS 15 at ESPN. But, you know, if Andrew Heaney hits a deal with shoulder with a shoulder injury and it could be a while, and, you know, Tyler Anderson is allowed but three earned runs uh, in nine and two-thirds, and he's got the Cubs coming up next. So you got to like Tyler Anderson as an ad this week, I think. Part of it, Timmy, you know, in terms of why pitchers are doing so bad, there's a lot of bad teams out there. I mean, you said the Cubs are coming. Their Cubs are coming in. They have Seiyu Suzuki, and then who else? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Why why are you even going to pitch to Seiyu Suzuki? So I mean, it's like give him, let him walk. So what? I mean, who's going to hit him in? Frank Swindell. Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom. I mean, these guys are. They're marginal players. They they don't have a very good team. No, they don't. Uh, but again, uh, we still have to we still we still have to plan around it. And <laughs> same true. with the Arizona, same with the Arizona Diamondbacks. There's another team that's offensively challenged, and you know, hey, uh, Pittsburgh. Except against who, who's was that Eric Fetty. That's yeah. my, my brilliant call. Everybody follow me at Rich Wilson P three sixty one. I started Eric Fetty against the Diamondbacks. I was licking my chops and got yeah. blown up. Uh, yes. Just, yeah. Next that my next your next uh selection here, Timmy. Awesome. Peyton Battenfield. I am a huge fan. I own him in a number of dynasty leagues or roster him or however you want to say it. Uh, and he's a Cleveland Indian, started off as a Tampa Bay Ray, the great pitching pedigree, and the guy can pitch. Well, yeah, and right now Aaron Savelli sitting with a 10.67 ERA in his first four starts, none of which have lasted five innings. Uh, I've seen him pitch a couple of those starts. I mean, I don't. I, I, he hasn't looked. I, I think the results warranted. He has not looked good. The command is just not there. Yeah, and you know, Batfield's doing well right now down at Triple A uh, Columbus, and. I think a change is fairly imminent there, and I think Battenfield's going to get the call. So, hey, you can wait till it happens, or you can spend a couple bucks this week and make a preemptive strike. And I'm all for the preemptive strikes. We know that, Rich. If I'm looking, if I'm the front office of the Cleveland uh, Guardians, and I'm looking at a White Sox team that has gotten off to a bad start, Tim, there's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've really struggled. And. Yep. The Minnesota Twins, do you really believe in that team? Detroit Tigers have gotten off to a terrible start as well. Kansas City Royals, give me a break. So, I mean, it's like, I think I can win. So, yeah. I might I might bring up a bat, a bat and field if, if Savelli is really struggling. Well, yeah, and Battenfield's not a kid either. He's 24, mm-hmm. which doesn't make him old, but it'd be a little different if maybe he was 21. Right. But yeah, that twenty-four. It's it's getting to be just about that time we saw him, isn't it? Agreed. One guy, Timmy, that I've been high on. I was high on all last year. I was shocked that the Orioles did not promote him. He had some control problems, and they right. wanted to continue to work on that. And I saw his start. It was on Friday. I was sitting in 
New Jersey. I was able to watch the Oriole game, and I wanted to watch his start. He didn't strike out a lot of guys. He was still on 96-97 with really good stuff. He looked like he was not afraid against the the Red Sox. Kyle Bradish loved what I saw. I don't know if he's rosterable because he plays for the the Orioles, but I'm, I'm glad to see him have some success. Well, yeah, and, you know, based on that initial success, uh, I think he's somebody you got to look at this weekend. Yeah. In, comp- in competitive leagues, I don't think he's he's going to be around all that much longer. Uh, one more good start, and everybody will be rushing to the waiver wire. So I'm saying I, I liked what I saw. Just a, a warning, though, based on your excellent analysis uh, and scouting, He's always had problems with the walks, hasn't he? Yeah, not this year, though, Tim. Yeah, uh, and he's always been able to strike out guys and didn't do that against the Red Sox. So he's been a, a lean back and throw it, throw 97 miles an hour, not sure where it's going. And right. perhaps he's learning to pitch a little bit better. It's a kid that I had in a number of, I think, in every dynasty league, and I only own him in one or two now. Uh, just because, yeah. of course, I have to, I have to uh, sign a 17-year-old Latin kid. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the way I rolled him. Uh, but but Bradish was the was the return for who, Timmy? Who did the Orioles trade for Kyle Bradish? I have no idea. It would be Mr. Dylan Bundy. He was uh, the he was uh-huh. the lead uh, prospect in that. Anyway, Bo Brisk, Tim. Yeah, I've got an XFL draft tonight, our monthly draft. And because these players qualify as plus three players, they're both Bradish and Brisk. What, are what does both, plus three mean? Um, increases each year. If a player, when they're picked oh, okay. up, is, is under a certain level, okay, then they increase each year at $3. Mm-hmm. If they are over that level, they increase for five. A player like Bradish and Brisk, you can roster both of them basically for their full career if you pick them up now. Oh, interesting. Cool. Which yeah. one? Are you, which one are you going? Which one would you rather roster, Brisk? Is it Brisk? Um, I, I am really, I'm really not sure. It looks like Brisk to me, and I haven't checked. I haven't checked out the proper pronunciation on that one, but. Uh, I am looking at. Is, is it? Would you rather have Brisk or Bradish? Uh, I would rather have Bradish, but I'm not going to get a shot at him. I will get a shot at Bo. Okay. And I'll be I'll be happy to take a chance there because he does something that that I covet in all pitchers. He doesn't walk people. His uh, walk rate is incredibly low, and that counts for me. Fastballs at 94, good separation. The change at 81.5. He only allowed 23 walks last year in 106 innings at two levels. I I like this kid a lot, and I'm going to be chasing him this week in virtually all my leagues. I don't think I'll have to pay for him, not relative to Bradish because of the uh, because of the history there. I listened to the pronunciation as you were talking to him. It's Brisk. Brisk. Okay. Brisk. That's what. That's what. That's what pronunciation.com said. So how to pronounce.com. So take it for what it's ignore worth. The, ignore the I. I also uh, have, you know, Timmy, I'm trying to learn to speak better because I do a podcast. I've done it for 12 years and I have to learn how to pronounce some of these guys' name. Andres, the guy who's a shortstop for the Cleveland Guardians, G-E-M-E-N-E-S. How do you pronounce his last name? Looking at, I've always pronounced it Eminence. 
It's Zimenez. 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 Defying like, all odds. Like Jimenez with a J, like Eloy mm-hmm. Jimenez. It's Andres Zimenez. There you go, Timmy. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so he needs to do something special so we can talk about him. Act like we know what yeah. we're talking. Act like a, we know how to say Grand slam the other day. There you go. This is great. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, awesome player. Yeah. I mean, actually, he's a guy always had speed and looks like he's actually taken the next step up from his ability to hit. So it's actually kind of encouraging. Yes, it is. Definitely. Mad Bomb is the next guy, Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, rostered to the tune of 48%. You know, five starts under his belt against the Padres, Astros, Washington, the Mets, and the Cards. And he's allowed a total of three earned runs. Now, am I predicting he's going to continue this pace? No, but right now he's pitching well. So ignore everything that you've learned, know, and seen over the past three years. And, hey, give it a shot. He's been very good, Tim, and maybe he's as indicative of of the, this kind of year where you know you don't have to throw as hard as Garrett Cole to be relevant in fantasy baseball. Well, yeah, and the thing is, you can you can ignore all these pitchers that are off to hot starts that are totally off the radar and totally, I'm going to say, overachieving. But somebody is going to pick them up and somebody's going to benefit and you're going to be sitting at the end of the year in seventh spot saying, how did that guy win with Bruce Zimmerman? Yeah. It's you, five you, starts you, with Mad Bomb, though, Timmy. It's it's not yes. like it's two. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, and the guy's been able to do it in the past. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird season, which it always is. We say that every year. It's yeah. pretty pretty odd, though, this year. Uh, yeah. Travis uh, Demerite, Timmy, with... Uh, you write with Eddie Rosero missing, which is a bummer. With the eye yeah. issue, Ugh. Uh, he's gotten the yeah. start the last uh, few days. Yeah, past six games, seven for nineteen, a pair of solo home runs, and I think even with Acuna uh, back in the lineup, this kid's going to play for at least the next two to three months, assuming he continues to play at least moderately well. And so far, so good. So, if you're looking for an outfielder, uh, give him a spy. Luis Gonzalez, not the guy that played 15 years ago with the Diamondbacks, right? But this is a different Luis Gonzalez. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, is he going to is he going to take my uh my uh Lamonte Wade Jr.'s uh spot? Uh that's why I'm not concerned about the Suzuki bet. It's all about <laughs> Luis Gonzalez. Uh, he's off to a good start and it looks like he's parlayed that start into regular at-bats. Yeah, the Giants picked him up off waivers from the White Sox. Did they find some gold, Rich? Do you know anything about this kid? Uh, I think I wrote him up at one point when he was with the White Sox. I'd have to go back right. and look. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question, though. Luis yes. Gonzalez or Travis Demerite? Who are you spending the most on this weekend? If I want, if I want the player badly, I'm going to spend more on Travis Demerite. Okay. But I think Gonzalez might be the sneaky pickup for a few bucks in Fab. I, I think uh, I think you might get away with spending very little. You know, Demerit's got a little bit of a history. The name is a little bit more more common, and there are fourteen Luis Gonzalez's out there. You might get the wrong one. <laughs> be That's very true. Careful. He is the one very on the careful. Giants. Well, the uh, Giants have two. They've got a pitcher, I think, as well. So Giants <laughs> outfielder, <laughs> yes, Luis exactly. Gonzalez. Uh, 
very, very careful. Last guy we'll talk about before we're taking another quick break is Josh Harrison. Timmy, one of the more likable guys in all of Major League Baseball, and therefore he's had a very long career and is a good player. Yeah, yeah, he's he's missed eight games with back and shoulder issues. He's struggled badly so thus far. But I have to believe he's going to right the ship, play every day for uh, for the White Sox, and he's second, third outfield eligible. So, if you've got uh, if you got an open slot this week, now might be the right time to invest in Josh Harrison. Let's take a break, Timmy, and get back and talk about Chad Cool, who's having a good season. Who do? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Colorado Rockies, Jimmy. Uh, always looking for guys that can help them. And Chad Cool of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. He's, I mean, 190 ERA, .85 whip. I don't get it, Tim. Help me with this. <laughs> well, I start. I, I like my narrative here. It's it's time for my annual mention of Chad Cool, and I'm not far <laughs> off. I think I've mentioned him every year since I've done the waiver wire, and then I follow up with, "Don't worry, folks. Roman Quinn, Roman Quinn will be next week." Uh, uh, I this, I can't. There's nothing I can say. Uh, uh, he, he, he's got three wins in his first four starts. He's got a 190 ERA and a .85 WHIP. Go get him. Ride the hot streak. Don't be shocked if it ends. How about that? Can I just leave it at that? Chad Cool or Eric Fetty? Oh, you, they, you know where all the cool kids are going there. Uh, okay. Wish I would have picked up Chad Cool, who was available, but instead I went with Mr. Fetty. Next guy is Kyle Lewis. Timmy, remember him? Yeah. Poor Mitch Hanniger, man. Oh, that is that is so sad. Yeah. He, you know, he misses two weeks with COVID. He comes, he doesn't even get a full game in, and he's out now with a grade two high ankle sprain. We're not going to see Mitch Mitch Hanniger for probably six to eight weeks. Does that seem reasonable? I know when high ankle sprains happen in football, Timmy. Those guys are gone for a while. Yeah, I think this is going to be this is going to be a while with Mitch Hanniger, and you know, we haven't seen Kyle Lewis yet. But he's now taking live batting practice, and uh, Depoto seems to be fairly confident we're going to see him soon. Uh, there's enough power there that we shouldn't be ignoring it right now, especially with Hanager going to be out. Uh, take a look if he slipped through the cracks. Uh, 46% roster CBS, 4% ESPN. Uh, it's still a few weeks away, but again, it's a situation. Do you want to pay... 
1% or a fraction of 1% of your fab uh, sneaking him in early, or do you want to wait till he is announced that he's starting and you'll pay a little bit more for him at that point. Yeah, I know he was rookie of the year in all 10, but I don't know. I'm not the biggest, I've never been the biggest Kyle Lewis fan. So, I mean, I, I hear, I'm not a huge fan either, but I think there's an opportunity there. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, a guy who I am a huge fan of, and he was actually pitching well today. And I just looked and now the Yankees have taken a five, four lead. I don't know if he gave up some runs or something, but is Daniel Lynch. Yeah, you know, I, he definitely qualifies in my books as as a post-type sleeper. Yeah. You know, he came up last year to, you know, the, the adoration of many and bells and whistles and the whole nine yards, and he just was, did not have a good year. He wet the bed. He wet the bed. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was almost put that, okay, in my in my article. That's the definition. The he he and Jackson Coward wet the bed. When you come up yeah. and you, I mean, you stink. Yeah. That's wetting the bed. So that's that's just the way it is. Yeah. And, and look, ton of talent. I think he's going to be really, really good long term. Yeah. Today it was it wasn't a bad start. Five yeah. innings, four hits, a walk, three earned runs, four strikeouts. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing wrong with that at all. And uh, I I think the skills are there. Okay, grab him now while people are still thinking about last year as compared to what he's doing this year. And post-type is the best way of describing him, I think. Kyle Muller, Timmy, we've talked a number of times about him with the Atlanta Braves. Yes, and I nailed this one. I I really did. Uh, uh, Where I put in, he's also allowed seven free passes. It appears as if his... As if his main bugaboo, the free pass, is still a problem. Bid, but bid accordingly. Well, have you checked out his line today? I have not. Well, I'll, I'll fill you in on. I'll fill you in. Is this in Gwinnett? Is this in Gwinnett? Or is it, no, he, he got the call and he pitched like, today against, okay. against the Rangers in Texas. In oh, a well, the Rangers I, at one point were up seven seven runs. Yeah, two and two-thirds innings, six walks, four hits, <laughs> seven earned runs. Yeah. It would appear a uh, ERA of 2363. It would yeah. appear that bugaboo still exists. Uh, yeah. You, Kyle to... Muller or Eric Fetty? Eric Fetty, Rich. <laughs> oh, Hands down. Wow. Not even wow. Close. Wow. Uh, next guy is Paven Smith. I'm not even sure why Paven Smith is on this list, Timmy. Come on. Because in Arizona, he's a stud bat. Because okay. he can hit because he's got a, a 270 average or whatever he's got? Yeah, he's got a homer and five RBIs in his past five games. Okay. In Arizona, that's called setting the world on fire. Yeah. Uh, he's on a little bit of a roll right now. You might want to give you might want to give Pevin Smith uh, a look. Okay. Uh, final guy, Timmy, is the uh, oft-mentioned Bruce Zimmerman with your Baltimore sure. Orioles. Look, I mean, there's no point in talking about it. Timmy. 093 ERA, it's great. Yeah. It is what 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 are we what are we looking at come the end of the season? Give me his stat line. Uh 485 ERA, <laughs> okay. 130 whip, <laughs> and not enough strikeouts. But it allows us allows us to go with you know by going with Anderson and Zimmerman, it allows us to cover <laughs> overachieving starters from A through Z. That's true. Uh, uh, he's off to a hot start. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, if you saw this one coming, I'm going to call you a liar. Okay, we'll move on to another discussion. It's, I totally agree with you. Wow, Bruce yeah. Emmer. Uh, Timmy, he, to me, it smells like the guy that you go off and spend 10 12% of your fab on because you, you, you're looking at the stat line, and then he breaks your heart over the next two weeks and you drop him. Yeah, at, yeah, at some point in time, that is a very real possibility. But right now, uh, as of today or yesterday – when I check the percentages out, he's going to break the hearts of about 30% of the teams playing at CBS. Mm, wow. So it's not like he's being ignored. Uh, again, hey, you got to go with the hot hand. He's definitely overachieving. And just be prepared that when it ends, the 30% uh, at CBS that have him rostered, they didn't pay anything for him. For sure. Don't okay, over, Timmy. Don't overpay for what we've seen thus far. You've That's got, what, 15 say. names or so on here? I yeah. want a pitcher and I want a hitter. Mm-hmm. Who are the one you're spending the most money on, Tim? Who do you want? Who are you going after? Okay, who am I going after? Uh, I'm not going to spend the most money on him, but I want Bo Breesk. Okay. Of the Tigers. Well, who are you going to spend the most money on then, if he's available? Uh, if he's available, well, the, the guy that you're going to spend the money on is probably... Bradish, I've already got Battenfield in a couple leagues. I'm going to try adding him in one or two more tonight as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm not looking at spending any money this week because I don't think there's anything that you have to spend money on, per se. What about Daniel Daniel Lynch will probably be the, could possibly be the highest of that group, or or Bumgarner. I would think Bumgarner, so I was thinking, what about it? What about us, the hitters, Tim? Anybody there pique your interest? Uh, I'm going to spend a couple bucks on Luis Gonzalez and hope I don't get the, the pitcher. Okay, very good. Tim, we're take a break. Let's, let's come back and talk about your closer report. But I'm going to have another question for you when we get back. What one guy aren't you going to bid on? I want to hear which guy you mentioned that you're not going to bid on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiver wire is kind of a weird thing, Timmy. I mean, you put guys there that should be picked up. But, I mean, there's guys that you're more convicted on, I think is the right word, and others that maybe not so. Give me that one guy. Give me your Eric Fetty. You put him out there because he's hot, but I don't know. Well, I put this guy out there because he was starting today. We could take a look at him and and see how he looks, okay, (laughs) in his promotion from AAA Gwinnett. Gwinnett. Uh, that too, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near Kyle Mueller. That that okay. is not happening. No, okay, no, no. All right. well, that was kind of cheap because you already saw what he had done this yeah. week. But I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a pass. Timmy, let's go to the dreaded waiver <laughs> wire. My yeah. favorite topic of the week, and everybody, but everyone wants to know. So the first yes. guy's kid I've already mentioned. It's Adam uh, Simber. Is it Simber? C I M B E R? 
Yes, that it is. Thirteen uh, percent rostered. Nothing wrong with Jordan Romano, other than he might need a day off uh, here and there. Simber's off to a great start. Four wins, five holes, a save. He's going to get more save opportunities uh, as the season progresses because they just simply can't work Romano as hard as they have for the full season. So I, I like Simber in a setup capacity. I have to tell you, Timmy, I, I, I thought I didn't understand this one when I when I got your closer report, but I thought your explanation was excellent. I mean, I, I think it's the right move. I agree with you. He could get five to eight uh, saves, and if you're playing in a saves and hold league, he's probably a must-own at this point. And, and let's face it, when you get into close games, okay, he's going to vulture some wins. He's already got four. Okay, the Toronto offense is a good offense. They're going to score runs. And, hey, uh, a 2-2 two -two game in the eighth inning and you see Simber in there he he can convert it I think uh, as anybody pitching in the latter innings in Toronto that offense is such they can convert tie games into wins fairly quickly the next guy you have listed is Joe Barlow your guy yeah hey he's the closer he just hasn't got many opportunities one would have to think that better days are ahead and he will get to Two saves I'm predicting boldly right now before uh, May 30th. The next guy is Ian Kennedy, and he gets the gig because Mark Melanson is on the COVID mm. IL. A lot of guys yeah. on the COVID IL, Timmy. It's 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 mm -hmm. becoming a problem. And they're not coming back quickly. They're, most are staying out for the full 10 days. Uh, some of these people, you know, some of these players are, are sick. Yeah. Uh, really sick. So... It's oh, I haven't heard a, who's who's really sick. Have we heard anybody well, who's really really sick? Hanager was out for fourteen days. Okay, the full fourteen. So I would have to assume it was. I think it's ten. I think the COVID is ten. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was out for fourteen though. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, so I would have to assume he was pretty sick. Uh, some are just very very quick on and off the IL. But, uh, again, it's – hey. So, so everybody knows who Ian Kennedy is, right? And everybody knows that he's gonna—he's already gotten a save with Mark Melanson out. But right. talk to me about, like, how much would you bid on Mark Melanson – excuse me, on Ian Kennedy? Because there's a chance he, he runs the table while Mark Melanson's out, who's been a little shaky. Mm -hmm. And could he take over the job? The same thing, and then comment on Danny Jimenez, who's – Almost ran the table. I think he stumbled a little bit last night, but he's been lights out. When Lou Trevino comes back, I think it's Trevino. Trevino. Somebody tweeted that it was Trevino. I think it's Trevino, though. But yeah, uh, I think it is Trevino. Yes. I think it's Trevino as well. Um, I mean, what do, what do you do in a situation? Because closers are different than positional guys that come back and somewhat step right back into the role. I mean, closer gets on a roll. Many times the manager will stick with a hot hand. What are you doing with Ian, Ian Kennedy tonight? Are you taking a big swing at him? Or are you saying, look, Lance is going to come back and get the gigs? Uh, I'm taking a bigger swing at Adam Simber. Interesting. Because I think he's going to be in Toronto all year. And we don't know what's going to happen in Arizona with Mark Melanson or Ian Kennedy. One of them, both of them, none of them could be could be traded. Okay, as we approach the trade deadline. Uh, I would rather have Simber rostered right now than roll the dice on Kennedy. And I think Kennedy's going to give you saves, not just now. I think he's going to give you saves throughout the whole season. Assuming that Melanson and Kennedy 
revert back to their, you know, to their roles with Melanson closing and Kennedy setting up. Uh, Kennedy's going to get more saves. There's no doubt about it. I just like the situation the Simber is in. So the Diamondbacks are going to win, let's call it 70 games, which means mm-hmm. there's probably going to be 40 to 45 saves. So let's just mm-hmm. call them the high end, 45 save opportunities. How many does Kennedy get? How many does Marlanson get? I'll go 32-10. 32-10, and then the other three are up for grabs with somebody else. Yeah, yeah seems, somebody seems, else will pick them Seems up. reasonable. Tell me what you're doing in Oakland. Uh, Lou Trevino or... Uh, Danny Jimenez. Um, I've already got Jimenez rostered in several, and if he's available in any leagues uh, this evening, I'm going to be grabbing him. I think he's a better pitcher. I think he's got the better arm, and I think he's eventually going to have the job. And uh, even if Trevino regains his title of closer i i just don't feel overly confident he's going to hold it so i'm i'm going to go on i'm going to go with him and as especially in dynasty leagues especially in dynasty leagues you i think you want him and as I, I like that arm a lot rich yeah i i i bid pretty high on him i think i outbid you in dl5 for him you did that's right. I called you. I called you rude names. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you did, Tim. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the close report. Anybody else out there worth a consideration? Well, I, I think you know. Take a look at the setup, guys. Okay, uh, I don't uh, looking looking at uh, as I scan through it here. I have to tell uh, you, Timmy, I, I found your closure report a little boring. There's only three. Oh, it's only three guys out there. Well, it's actually we've had a very stable sort of week, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's, you, know, you call it stable, uh, I call it boring. That's the host of the show yeah, trying to make yeah. it interesting content for people. Yeah. Well, you know, I was starting to get concerned in Cleveland. But Claus went. He's rung off a, a series of uh, saves this week. Yeah, and. Looked looked like he he was at, of old. Uh, Lopez and David Robertson have sort of carved. Uh, you know they've they've provided stability for both the Orioles and the Cubs in the bullpen. The Rays are still doing. Lopez has the been Rays. great. That was a good call by you. I was actually able to grab him in a couple of leagues past Sunday, and I've been very pleased. Yeah, I was very concerned about Bender in Miami. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? I think he reeled off three or four saves this week. Okay, and put all my fears to rest. I, I thought for sure he was uh, he was on his on his way out, but no. Uh, Robertson got the save to, tonight or this afternoon as well. So yeah, yeah. The, the bullpens that are still a total unmitigated disaster, as far as I'm concerned. The Reds is a mess. Okay, it doesn't matter how I I don't want anybody right now in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Okay, Warren imploded last night. Santa, Santa Delon, yeah, whatever. Lucas Sims, I just, yeah. <laughs> what is, was Santa Delon? That's a Santa Delon, Tim. You've completely, that's a completely different guy than Zentillion or whatever else we were calling. I've been working on my Latin the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I thought, that sounded a lot like Santa Domingo or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, Santa Marino. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. you can tell my interest. I haven't even looked up pronounced Czech. Okay, <laughs> that one. 
how to pronounce.com. Yes, I haven't either, Timmy. So yeah. uh, interesting. So speaking of Cincinnati, just to go on a tangent, if I may, Jonathan, yes. India, that's that's a bummer. Yes, uh, uh, IL today. Eh? Yeah, I mean, after just coming off the IL, I think for the same problem. So not good. Yeah. No, it, it definitely isn't. Uh, it definitely isn't, Rich. And, and, you know, the other two bullpens are a bit of a mess. You know, the twins with Pagan and Duffy. And Duran's the best arm there. He's the guy that he's the guy that I want in a dynasty, you know, on a long-term basis. But I don't know what the twins are going to do with him this year. And Boston, you get, you got Barnes, you got Dequin, you got Robles, and you got whoever else. And uh, I think they want Barnes to do it, but I don't know if he can. So it's sort of a it's sort of a mess as well. And you know, hey, I, I just don't feel overly confident in anybody right now in Boston. So I, henceforth, I'm probably going to stay away from all of them. You know, uh, the Royals. Uh, I'm still hoping Barlow can bounce back, but only time will tell. Scott Barlow. Yes. Right. Timmy, that is a wrap, my friend. Let me take a final break because I have one more question for you, and I'm looking for a specific answer, and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. On Tuesday, May 3rd, the Baltimore Orioles go up against uh, Joe Ryan and the Minnesota Twins, and Mr. Yes. Bruce Zimmerman is pitching to him. I mean, I think, I think it's safe to say the most fascinating pitcher so far this year because it's Bruce Zimmerman who. Give me his stat line for the evening. Uh, six innings pitched, one earned run, nine strikeouts. You're kidding, really? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> really? I mean, it's like, no, uh, no. That'd be, I think that'd he's going to pitch a good game. I think he's going to pitch a good game. And Joe the Twins Ryan, are terrible, right? The Twins uh, are terrible. Well, it's a bad it's, offense. You know, I had somebody, okay, uh, on, on my waiver wire, okay, and... I pulled him at the last minute, okay? And that's Kyle Garlick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, hey, you know, Larnich has been okay, but Garlick had a two-home run day yesterday. And, you know, hey, got off the day today with, you know, uh, withdrawing a walk, okay, mm-hmm. to lead off the third inning, Okay. And then he was pulled with right calf tightness. How does somebody pull their right calf on a walk? <laughs> I don't know, Tim. That's a good question. And it isn't. Uh, and Rocco Baldelli has said after the game that Garlic's calf injury isn't the most minor of occurrences. I don't get it. So I'm looking at Bruce Zimmerman, Tim. This is the first time I've yes. actually looked at his stuff. I'm looking at his baseball savant page. Okay. It's a guy that throws a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. His okay. batting average against him, you take, want to take a guess? Uh, 187. 556. They're hitting 500 against his fastball. He's getting people out because he's got a tremendous changeup. He's, oh, he's okay. thrown it almost. He's thrown it ninety six times. He's done his fastball ninety seven times. He's hitting one eighty two. He's got great fade on his on that pitch. He's a changeup right. guy, Timmy, and people haven't picked it up yet. So this is a buyer beware because 
Yeah, baseball guys, will, Major League Baseball players will figure it out. Uh, he could have some more success to me, but baseball players are going to figure this one out. And when they do, with a 90-mile-an-hour fastball that's being falling in half the time, it's not going to end well. Well, no, and, you know, he doesn't have the advantage of having Miguel Sano in the lineup. Uh, okay, he's <laughs> heading to the IL. You oh. know, there was, th- there was probably three strikeouts there with Sano, right? That's true. So, you know, yeah, you can say goodbye to those. Man, it, what a, is he... One homer, three RBIs, and a point zero nine three two. He's got a, a 93, 231, 148 line. Wow. Dear and Lord. And he's wow. striking out 32% of the time. Timmy's doing what he does every year. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it just seems like more of a wow, a wow moment. But, hey, the Twins, the twins might have to go. Uh, they might have to go to the minors to get somebody active if uh, – Garlic's walking calf tightness. Uh, yeah, I mean, boy, causes be- him to hit the IL because Sano's heading to the IL. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but take a look at the twin system and see who they've got at AAA. Um, well, first of all, on Sano, while you're looking at the twin system, why don't you bring up roster resource and tell us who, who they got? They've got the uh, shortstop out there who might be an interesting guy to bring up. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Lewis, Royce Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, I don't know, I I don't know what he's doing, but anyway, so. Yeah. Um, Miguel Sano strikes out 30% of the time. He's done it every year. Absolutely every year. He does walk a lot. He's got huge power. But this is a guy, Timmy, that I'm surprised the Twins basically picked him up another year. This is a guy that gets that has a very short major league career. He'll hit a lot of home runs. Uh, get on base because his batting average is so low. Get on base at a 300 clip. And those guys just don't last very long. Yeah, Royce Lewis is having a good year at AAA. There you go. Two homers, 10 RBIs, five stolen bases, 16% walk rate, 20% K rate. They got to do something to me. That's a that's a team that should be better. And Well, uh, it's it's got Lewis or maybe Miranda, but they got to they're going to have to bring somebody up if Garlic hits the well, They don't they don't like Miranda. So why 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 would they bring him up? Give me a it's like like him and Eddie Oliveras, right? The, the the two guys that nobody likes. I think it might be time for Timmy to spend some money on Royce Lewis. Interesting. In redraft, in redraft leagues. Yeah, yeah. But he is coming back from that awful injury. So, uh, mm-hmm. so you know, they probably want to have some more time for him to make sure he's ready to go. But that's one of their big guns. Now, they got mm-hmm. Carlos Correa. So, is he... I don't know if you probably can't tell if he's played in the outfit. That's where I thought they were going to push him was to play center field. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great to see him up. He's not going to play shortstop, though, with Correa there. Well, you know, I, I look at the outfielders that they've got. Uh, Jake Cave. Oh, yeah, Jake Cave will be up. There's there there's the guy. Yeah, yeah he's going to be up, Tim. Mm-hmm. That's, who, that's who they'll bring up. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I have to I'll have to take a look at some uh, if uh, Royce Lewis has played any of the outfield, but uh, let's do some more research on what's happening with the Minnesota Twins because there could be some opportunities. Timmy, tell me, uh, let's that's a wrap. Good stuff, okay. great waiver report, terrible closer report, but uh, that's just because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine if it's consistent for two weeks in a row? I'd be great. That'd be so great. 
Hallelujah. Just, yeah, but, yeah. Maybe that happened last year where it was crazy at the beginning of the year. Then we had some level of stability, and then it all blew up at the end yeah. of the year when everybody started moving around again. But it would be great. I mean, I think yeah. from a fantasy baseball standpoint, uh, to know that you can count on a guy to go out and get the ninth inning, then you can actually play the game as opposed to who's going to get the save tonight. Well, exactly, and um, I just hope that. You know, Joe Barlow doesn't wait another 30 days for a second save. That's a bit too long for this Good. guy. All right, so, Timmy, let's let's wrap it up. What's for dinner tonight? What's for dinner? The smell of chili is drifting over the... I thought the... you had chili last weekend. No, it was a couple of weeks ago. I, okay, I a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay. And yeah, uh, got what's a, a chili? On the stove. And what so, goes with the chili? Uh, more chili. So just and chili. Butter buns. But, uh, butter, butter buns. Butter buns with butter. Yeah. I know you send me a care package every every Christmas. Some something tells me I need some butter buns. I'm not sure we have butter buns here, so they, they sound awesome. Yeah, I will butter you some buns and ship them off at that next care package, Rich. Great. Done like dinner. I, we're having something different, Timmy. Now I'm interesting to see if you've ever heard of this. We're having chicken shawarma. Do you know what that is? I've... I've seen people shawarma for chicken, but that's <laughs> not it, right? Yeah, it, chicken shawarma is Greek-style chicken. So Lori that made some last spicy. night. It's uh, not, yeah, it's a little, no, not really. It's, it's, uh, it is a little spicy, but not too bad. Uh, it's okay. got a, a very unique flavor to it. It's the first time she'd made it. It turned out really nicely. And we're what having type a... Of flavor, what type of flavor? With spice, what spices? I, I, I like chicken. That's something that might uh, interest me. That's okay. I will. I'll have to ask him. I don't know, okay. but it's it's Greek food, which I, I yeah. think they use yogurt a lot with Greek food to, to kind of compensate with the yeah to compensate. That's that health. That's that healthy stuff that people recommend you should eat daily or something. Yeah. So I I don't know the yeah. details. I mean, I apologize, but I'll ask Lori what's the primaries. But it's it's really good. It's definitely a unique flavor to it. So. Uh, Maybe you should go to a Greek restaurant before you make a, make a batch. Do they have any uh, Greek restaurants in uh, in Fort Francis no, there? I, no, I, I'm not cultured enough to go with yogurt. <laughs> okay, very good. And then we're having asparagus, but it's not oh. green asparagus. It's purple asparagus. We went to the farm stand on the way back from the airport, purple and they, they had purple asparagus. And we got it, and when oh. you when you blanch it, Timmy, it kind of turns green. But that's okay. that's neither here nor there. But it's uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're having. Uh, I had purple sh- asparagus once, but then I cleaned out my fridge. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's true. It's all moldy <laughs> and rotten. Maybe that's what they <laughs> did. Here's a sucker. <laughs> let's yeah. let's give him the purple, yeah, purple asparagus. <laughs> yeah, tell, ask ask Lori if she can share that recipe with me. I'd appreciate okay. it. I, sure. I, my curiosity is perked on okay. that chicken. All right. Very good. Very good. So, Timmy, it's a wrap. Any any yep. final advice for our listeners or any final thoughts on any games that are going on? Yeah, the only the only thought I'd, I'd like to sort of reiterate is the fact that, yeah, right now a lot of batters, they, they really suck. The numbers are really down. But we got to be thinking 2022. We can't be thinking 2018. And just try and get your mindset into what's what's happening in the game as a whole, and it should uh, it should make life a little bit easier once you accept the fact that the game is, has changed rather quickly. And again, it might change quickly at another point in time if Rob Manfred decides to change the ball. And all we can do as fantasy players is go with the flow and do the best that we can with it. 
I really hope he doesn't change the ball this year. I mean, just he can't. I mean, he can't be doing that in the middle of the season. But he's done it before, so. Well, I don't know. Chris Bassett already said that there's multiple balls in play, and I think it's been supported by several other pitchers. So, it, oh, it really, wouldn't... multiple different types. So you're, I didn't see the quote. This so year? you're saying he'll he'll throw one game, and he's got mm-hmm. ball A, and then the next game he throws, he's got ball B. Same game. Well, same game. Wow. That's that's not that's not right. Yeah, go go to Google and you know skip the old people pictures that apparently I'm watching <laughs> and punch and punch in Chris Bassett uh, recent comments and it'll come yeah. up and you can see what he had to say. It's it's wow. worth uh, it's worth giving it a read. Wow, interesting stuff, Timmy. As always, my friend, good stuff. Everybody, enjoy. And Timmy, we'll talk to you on Friday. Yes, have a good week and be safe. Be well, my friend. Be well.